Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody in podcast land, and welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. I'm outside. It's cold. Let me it is. in. It is a little chilly. We'll at bring the moment. you into the warmth of the sporting Ooh. world. Yeah. Oh, Come leave on me in. out in the cold. No. One way into oh, the warmth geez. of the sporting world, Phil. Did you catch any games this week? Uh, it's been two weeks since we've aired an episode. That's true. And uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome Let's back. say that first. Thanks for giving us our week off. Yeah. We we needed it. We appreciate it. Yeah. And no, I didn't watch anything in those two weeks. Really? So busy. I was busy with other things. Stop. I'm sick of saying really when you say no. Yeah. The, be, the be honest. Waste of my time. It's a waste of breath. The entire college bowl season. Do you do you, even on like New Year's Day? Like even I I don't watch as much college football as I used to, but I still make a point on New Year's Day of trying to sit down and, and watch. No, because it's like <laughs> no. He doesn't uh, like sports. He's a sports outsider. Yeah, I, I saw people on but... Facebook commenting about different teams winning things and. People tried to talk to me about my Elma mother, uh, Michigan, <laughs> and uh, I didn't. I just didn't get it. I didn't. I didn't care. I don't well, care. That's that's what we pay you for, Phil. I don't care. Yep, you don't care. You don't pay attention. You're the sports outsider. Yeah. So let's do a sports podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, later in the show, we will be doing a bowl recap. Hey, so I'll learn something. Yeah, you'll yeah. learn something, and I'm going we'll to be handing out some bowl superlatives. Ooh. Ooh. You are okay. a bowl superlative. <laughs> and some bowl awards. Yeah, you're also a bowl award. But I'd like to hand out one to start off the, the show here. Okay. Yeah. Best comedy, musical, or variety series bowl. Oh. Yeah. The national championship game. Oh. There we go. Was it a comedy or was it a musical? It was a comedy. Oh, was it? I'm yeah. going to go out on a limb here, Jordan, and say that based on what I know about you, yeah. you really enjoyed the Monday night national championship game. I did. I did. Final <laughs> because score. Because you really hate Notre Dame. I do. Uh, yeah. Notre Dame. Hunchbacks I, go there. To that school? No, they don't. Yeah, they do a bunch that's, of hunchbacks. That's the cathedral Notre in Dame Paris. is French, and their mascot's fighting Irish. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. But uh, <laughs> Alabama absolutely decimated them, forty-two oh. to fourteen. You know, Notre Dame wow. coming into this game was the number one ranked team in the country. Yeah, <laughs> wrap your head around that one. I, uh, I, I, I was driving home from work. Uh, we're we're in L.A., so the game started at like five thirty, right? And, and I've got to get home. You know, I left at five, got home by like five forty-five. And Alabama was already up fourteen nothing. <laughs> wow! It was like okay, uh, so forty two to fourteen. It was not as close as that score might indicate. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> really, because that seems to me it seems like it's uh, it's a, a decent gap, but it doesn't seem like a blowout. I feel like if 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 Alabama had really wanted to, they could have shut Notre Dame out pretty easily. Absolutely, they and didn't want to shut them out. Quitters. Well, if you weren't a Notre Dame fan or a journalist trying to create a storyline about the Irish actually having a chance, <laughs> yep. you're not surprised at all by this. No, oh, no, okay. not even a little bit. And actually, at the time of this recording, three members of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish are still embedded in the Sun Life uh, Stadium turf. Yep. Psychiatrists are counseling these players who have thus far refused the grounds crew's help to extract them from the ga grass, yep. speaking in terrified gasps 
Red helmets with numbers, so many. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Notre Dame managed 32 rushing yards. 32 <laughs> rushing yards. Didn't we hear something about their their power ground attack? Oh, we sure did. Yeah. Didn't didn't work out. Uh, Alabama now has three national championships in four years. That's yeah. a dynasty. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, I think Nick Saban may be the greatest college football coach of all time. The era wow. in which he's doing this is uh, an era in which it's it's – it's pretty stupendous. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and it's it's he's it's his fourth overall national national yeah. title. Good for so. him. I know it's a lot, right? Yeah. Does he get a ring for each one? He yep. does. Then he's got a whole hand because you don't put rings on thumbs. Nope. Well, so, does he put rings on thumbs? Uh, he may have to by the time he's <laughs> no, said you and done. Got, I was gonna say if he puts rings on thumbs, I'm gonna have to have words because that's tacky. Yeah, I'd just like to go ahead and say uh, I, f- I feel like this happens fairly often that even now. You get to that point, like last year when it was LSU and Alabama in the national title game, and some people were really upset that they're like, oh, it's it's unfair that the SEC gets as much credit as it does. And I like to point out, once again, they have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is totally deserved, uh, and that there's nobody, nobody even in the same league as them. Right, except Louisville, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> right. Don't worry. That actually is best writing in a comedy, musical, or variety series. Oh, uh, okay, ah, all right. They Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other the other big thing in the national championship game was uh, Brent Musburger. Yes, ah, Bert Musburgers. Bert yes. Musburgers. That's right. Hashtag athlete food puns. <laughs> Who is one of Joel's favorite newspaper journalists? Right. right? One of my, but just the best writer of all time. <laughs> uh, he he started complimenting a young lady, and uh, some people thought he took it a little too far. AJ McCarron, quarterback mm-hmm. of Alabama, his his girlfriend, super hot. Okay. Uh, Miss Alabama, 2012. Really? Al- to be fair, it's Miss Alabama, USA. Right. Okay. That's the off-brand yeah. one. It's the Pepsi. It's but not. But still, uh, Alabama generally has uh, good good stock, right? A lot of pretty people in Alabama, huh? Southern bells. Yeah. yeah. They blonde hair, and they're like, "My lord, I've got a Bud Light. Oh, you're giving me the vapors. Oh, I'm drunk you know, in I'll rodeo. go ahead and say this: this woman, while not not my type <laughs> per se, was quite beautiful. How was she not your type? Joel? she was fit. She's yeah. athletic. She's was an she Auburn white? grad. Was she white? A little too put together. Was she white? Was she white? Yeah. Joel does not like white girls. No, but she she was very like modely. You know, that's right because yeah. she's gorgeous. Right. Yeah. Yes. And she's Miss Alabama USA. So that's great. Yeah. Maybe she's kind of modely. Yeah. Yeah. But any so any so they show her and then they get they kept showing her. Yeah. And because she looks beautiful and she's next to his mom and and he called her a lovely lady, and then he's like. Uh, you quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking women. What a beautiful woman. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and Kirk Herbstreet says, whoa, in the background and tries to restore professional order. <laughs> yeah. And Burnt Musburger says, AJ's doing some things right in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with pop. Why is that out of line? That doesn't seem <laughs> out of line yet. He's, I don't know. He's not wrong. What do athletes, I mean, athletes, like any profession, they do it to get a higher quality of lady, right? Yeah. That's and not why, and that's not why yeah. they do it. I think that's one of the uh, enviable perks of being an yeah. athlete or podcaster. Right. Is that you get <laughs> really attractive women who are uh, attracted to you. Yeah, the, totally. The tale that we pull because of this podcast, Well, guys. they just love, they want to hear me talk. I know. They just would say, oh, say, talk in I've voice. I've been dating Miss California USA. Oh, the off-brand. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. We're going to need a bad. few more people subscribing to us in iTunes before I can upgrade to Miss California. But, right, right. Yeah. That's fair. Hey, so people at home, 
Uh, here, that's that's my plea to you. Yeah, get a microphone and start <laughs> talking bullshit. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd like to add, because some people say we sound alike on the podcast. Yeah, I, we do sound alike on the I podcast. I take all the girls that think I'm you. Yeah, and yeah. I take all the girls that think I'm you. <laughs> it's like some version of the parent trap. It but is not, like yeah. not really. Not really. A little creepier. A little <laughs> creepier, but still good. Uh, oh, you, you'll know this, Phil. You're into social media. Yep. Twitter. Facebook. Pinterest? <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. I take some Instagram photos. Uh, at it, Phil Ranta. <laughs> Catherine Webb is, is AJ McCarron's girlfriend's name. Okay. She went from 2,300 followers on Twitter mm-hmm. to over 105,000. On Instagram? On Twitter. On Twitter? On, yeah. Wow, good for her. Just because they're showing her on ESPN, and she just totally blew up. Wow, good for her. Yeah. She pretty- can make a career out of that. She can get paid to, to uh, pitch things now on her Twitter. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, she's also gained actual followers, pale men between the ages of 32 and 58, mm-hmm. who all have the goal of exposing themselves to her as a way to win her heart. Parole officials have been notified. That's good. I feel like it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like one of them's got a shot that if he just if he just whips it out, she's going to go, you. It's the new face of dating. Send pictures of your uh, penis <clears throat> on Twitter to people who weren't asking to see it. And then they get it's like a meat market. They're like, ooh, I want, I'm going to date that one. I gotta wonder it's if that's exactly works. like a meme. Isn't that, yes. Brett, Brett Favre tried that. Anthony Weiner tried that. Uh, yeah. Anthony Weiner's were of his torso, though. And his penis. Well, no, oh, he didn't. Okay. He, he didn't. Not his exposed penis, but he did his jockey shorts, right? I don't. I don't know. I, I just remember the Brett Favre one. That's the okay. only one. Well, that's the stuck. Brett Favre yeah, one. Was everyone clearly. can Google it and then Google themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we got in the show? Uh, let's see. We uh, we have uh, Phil once again. His his series of microphones set up in every sports location around the wor- world. Right. Oh, I, I love this explanation. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it came in handy because we have the the NHL Players Association and the owners have finally come to an agreement. We're gonna have hockey, bargaining. Joel. Yes, we're gonna have. Oh, hockey. hockey's back. Yes. Oh, good. Something else to ignore. Okay. I was going to say, you can't have, <laughs> seeing as you don't follow sports, you can't have that strong of opinion about that. No, hockey. I don't. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy that it's back because that means more ad revenue, right? People get to uh, yeah. sell ads yeah. against hockey games. And uh, and bars are working, by stadiums, yeah, The by economy arenas. starts moving again. I like the economy moving. Yeah. And we are lucky enough to have exclusive audio of the the uh, the federal mediator, uh, Scott Aw Beckenbaugh, uh, getting Scott an agreement. Scott Aw Beckenbaugh? I was I forgot what his last name was. Oh, Scott Beckenbaugh. I thought his I name ch- was Scott my... Aw Beckenbaugh. Like no. all was a letter. Scott Aw Beckenbaugh. <laughs> Hello, I'm we Scott Aw Beckenbaugh. Keep calling him that. Okay, but, cool. Uh, him and Donald Fair, the the Players Association representative, and Donald Gary Fair, and he was a negotiator. I think it's F E H R. Is how you spell his name. I don't actually know how you pronounce it. I always thought it was Fur. Fur. Donald Fur. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I don't. I switched the channel in Sports Center does hockey. The news. moment of truth when they came to an agreement that saved the NHL season. We have on exclusive audio. We're going to play it for you. Oh, that's right? awesome! Because I heard these were very contentious talks, and this came very down to the wire. Talks. Came right down to the wire. Omar we, was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Omar's coming. Omar's coming. They Whistling settled it with a trivia Adele. contest about the wire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're also. I already said we're going to do a bowl bowl recaps with awards and superlatives. Yeah, yep. should be fun. Looking forward to that. Yep. Say, say, Phil. Yep. Do you have anything about bizarre recreational activities or odd competitions? Oh, are you talking about weird sports? <laughs> You're goddamn You're right. You're goddamn. Oh no! <laughs> yes. Oh, Jordan took it from me. Yeah, I've got a. I've got a weird sport this week. It's going nice. to be. Um, it's going to be good. All right. 
real treat here. Exclusive audio from the conference room where the uh, Players Association and the owners came to a final agreement on the collective bargaining agreement for the NHL. Going right now. All right, Donald, Scott, let's see if we can get together and make a deal real quick. Let's ah. see if we can make this happen. Yeah, I think um, that it's about time we finally end this, right? I agree. I think we, we, I'm, I'm, I'm amenable to, to, to us finally. I want to save the season. Yeah, the bars are going under. The bars are going under and the players it's, need it's to play It's about hockey. the bars, yes, and the owners are losing money, so let's. Uh, we should be able to come to an agreement here. I actually have um, some documents <clears throat> here that I thought maybe each of you could take a look at. I've, I've tried to create a compromise here. Okay. With uh, some of the the paperwork, if you'll take a look. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Yes. Does anyone else feel like the temperature in the rooms maybe off a little bit? Yeah, um, I tried. To, I just tried to pick up the documents, and my I'm, my hands a little cold. Cold, cold. I actually think it's a little warm. So. Well, it's, it's it's right at seventy two. It's room temperature. It's just seventy two. I, uh, I gotta be uh, honest with you. I really think we should go for seventy one here. Nah, you know, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of. Uh, I, I want to go down to sixty four. Uh, <laughs> Six, 60, 64. I'm, I'm not. That's not acceptable, Scott. Yeah. That is not acceptable. Yeah. I, I will. I will get up and walk out of here. Can we take it down? We, to if 64? we take it down to sixty-four, you know, yeah. I, maybe uh, sixty-seven would be. A, you know what? A nice I'll settle for seventy. You know what? That is that is totally unacceptable. Can Scott, we just, I am not willing no, to settle. I'm, I'm good. Seventy-three. That's my final offer. Warmer now. You'd like? Yeah. I, let's I could go to seventy-three. Maybe seventy-two. I'm sticking with a, no. Seventy-two is unacceptable. I'm not going to budge now. Seventy-three. I'm, I'm not budging on seventy-four. Now I want seventy. Well, hey, well, hey, will you, look, will you look at this? I brought in some snacks. Maybe we could just have some snacks. I think you guys are maybe hungry. You're acting like uh, Aretha Franklin and Joe Pesci, respectively. Uh, so let's see if we can have some snacks here. Uh, and uh, maybe, wait, I'm Aretha Franklin, right? Of course, of course. Okay. And, and some beverages here, and maybe, maybe that will calm calm things down. We can we can forget about the room temperature. Okay. Well, I I I brought donuts. Donuts, well, that, that's wonderful. That's I, I only eat bagels. Okay, well, I am not budging on donuts. Well, I need to have bagels. I'm in, I'm, we have to insist that we can we stay with bagels here. And I'm not I'm donuts here, and I'm not going to buy bagels as well. No, okay? I only eat when everybody else is eating bagels. You're just full of demand, aren't no, you? No, you're the one that said donuts first. If I'm not, if I don't eat bagels alone, but we eating are not, bagels is a multi-man sport. We are not made of money, okay? We can't just go buy and you donuts and bagels all the time. What are okay? you talking League about? revenues we are down. We cannot afford bagels. Oh, bagels, they're like $2 a piece. Come on. This is this is typical. This hey, is typical this is of typical. his position. You know, you know what? Let's all starve then. Fine. <laughs> I will just I'll, I will have a cup of coffee. All right, excellent. We do have coffee here. I'll just go. I straight. want a whole milk. Whole milk, that's that's a bit unusual of a request. We no, don't I, have any whole milk. I have some half I suppose calcium. you want me to pay for the whole milk, don't you? Well, just no. Full I, of demands. Well, fine then. I'll just drink your coffee. You can't I, take that's my coffee. No, you're the one that offered it first. No, I, I said that I wanted a coffee. I wasn't offering you a coffee. Well, this then I'm going to so drink typical. your coffee or where none of us are going to drink. We're all going to die like we're abandoned in the desert. You know what? I'm ready to die. All I am right. ready to die, but I am standing my ground Well, you know this. what? I want us all to live very long lives. <laughs> in in that case, I, I will die sooner. Well, no. I want us to all live together in a small farmhouse in well, southern Nebraska. You can't, you can't be making demands like this of me. I am I am looking forward to an early death. Oh, like dying is so cool. Living's where it's at. Everybody lives. Everyone I know lives. Everyone has to die at some point, Donald. This is ridiculous. You know, if you had any sense, you'd be able to accept that and You're we could so move forward. You're so unreasonable. Okay, this is so totally unreasonable. I worry that we're getting off track. From the task at hand, which is the the National Hockey League, trying to get a season here going. Yeah. Can I just go ahead and say, I think maybe I should sit at the head of the table. 
Well, Wait, sit at the head of the table. I think I should have the seat at the head of the table. I think you should sit at the foot of the table. I, I, I think you, you should. You would like that, would you? Chair but I represent the, the owners. I think that I should sit I, at the head of the no, table. No, you should sit on the ground. It's the I'll more important position, gentlemen. Gonna, this is a circular no. table. There is no head. There are no corners. We're all evenly spaced around it. So you're okay with me sitting at the head of the table? See, Fine, the mediator the sides the with me. Then. No, that's that's not no, what I said I'm at all. No, I'm at the head of the table. I am at the head of the table. I call. I'm head of the table right now. No take backsies. That is okay. I, I'm simply I already not said going no to take maybe both of you could be at the head of the table. No such right thing. Now. There's and only no, one head. We couldn't is, both are there be multiple the Donald table. Trumps who are head of multiple hotel chains and real estate companies? No, there's one head of those companies. Listen, I'm the Donald Trump. You're the less than. This is not unlike my favorite band ever, the Beatles. They said, and in the end, the love you take is equal to the love Whoa, you make. Whoa, hey, the Beatles? Didn't my else- favorite band ever. Is Rolling Stones because they said, give me shelter. You charlatan. You charlatan. Oh, come on, the Beatles. I'm the one who needs shelter, and it's from your unreasonable demands. Oh, half of their stuff is just noise. Oh, my gosh. All you need is is a mute button. (laughs) All I need is 54% of league revenues for the owners. Yeah, I wish that Penny Lane wasn't in my ears. You know, I really enjoy the Who. And I think maybe all of us should be listening to the Who. Are you going to stay out of this? Are you going to stay out of this? I'm sorry, I think Scott kind of sides with me. The Who is more like the Beatles than they are the Stones. Oh, you're kidding me. The Who, the loudest band on earth, they're more like the Stones. Okay, that is totally ridiculous. And it's understandable that you would, you would, you would find that position because you have no respect for what it takes oh. to build an organization from the ground up like the owners of the NHL have. You know what? Why don't you go the way of the... Of, Shut your mouth, huh? Idiot. That wasn't a Beatles song. I, yeah, that was, that was, I wasn't trying to make a Beatles reference. That was not civil, okay? And I think he is the one who should uh, shut his mouth. I, I wish I had Catcher in the Rye in my pocket so I could shoot you. I think uh, the problem here is it seems that neither of you want to come to an agreement. Neither Each of you seem dead set. Donald doesn't no. want to come to agreement? Against well, I want to come to an agreement immediately. You know what? No, I want to come to an agreement right now. I want to come to agreement more than Donald. You know what? I'm signing this paper right now. I'm going to have to insist that I will sign this paper too. We will come to an agreement. Yeah, that's right. That is a compromise. I have compromised more than Donald. I want the record to show hey, that. Hey, I compromised way more. I don't think you, you compromised at all, Donald. No, there wasn't the a moment. You know what? negotiations. You know what? I'm going to kiss you right on the mouth right now. I I am I am gonna kiss you first. No, I'm gonna kiss you. I'm gonna kiss you. I'm gonna kiss you so tenderly that. I'm gonna get this notarized, and I'll leave you two here. Your earlobes are soft. Your earlobes are soft. My earlobes are as soft as could be expected. And. Whoa! Recap and awards. <laughs> All right. Bowl recap and awards. That was a great drop. It, it was, was a great drop. Is it Eeyore? Who, who? Uh, I don't know. It was the guy, I think, who used to do the uh, Mentos uh, drop, but of course we don't All do right. Tim Tebow update watch updates as much anymore. Well, we're there out of the regular season. The we, we finally don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. So but, well, there might be some with with the movement. I think he might be traded, right? Okay. Well, yeah. we will keep all of our listeners posted in any relevant Tebow news. It's a sports it. podcast. We need to keep people abreast of yeah. Tebow. Ah, breasts. Love them. Okay. Let's recap them bowls. Most lopsided. Ooh. Ooh. Football. <laughs> Footballs are lopsided in general. <laughs> They're oblong shaped. That's correct, Phil. Yep. It's going to be hard to find a counterpoint to what Phil just said. Yep. 
Heart of Dallas Bowl. Oklahoma State, 58. Purdue, 14. Ouch. Ooh. Not a good year for the Big Ten. Not a good year. Oklahoma <laughs> State ate Purdue's heart in front of it and made it watch. And Purdue cried and said, Oh, we wanted a bowl trip, but not when two of our conference's best teams are ineligible for the postseason, placing us higher in the bowl pecking order than we should be. Oh, that's Aww. right. Oh, that's my heart. <laughs> oh, those poor bastards. Uh, most lopsided defeat the bowl season, 44 points. Oof. To my chagrin, Notre Dame did not lose by more than 44 <laughs> points. Ah, Man, they could have. They absolutely could have, though. Absolutely could have. A couple of bounces, they could have lost by 44 points. Best writing in a comedy, musical, or variety series bowl. Oh, you already tipped this one. Sugar Bowl. Uh, number 21, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana. Louisville Cardinals, 33. Number three, Florida Gators, 23. It was not that close. Yeah. It doesn't sound close. It sounds distant. Yeah. going to be honest with you. Actually, the SEC as a whole did not perform spectacularly well this uh, this postseason. No, absolutely not. Not not as well as we, we've come to as expect. As you come to expect. Bama wow. did crush the number one team, but, you know. Right. Well, they were not the number one team in the nation. No, not anymore because they were crushed. Yep. Uh, so the Big E says, how you like me now? Wait, wait. Actually, don't answer that. Because <laughs> they don't. What? Yeah. They don't yeah, like them. Right. Is, is Louisville still in the Big East? Louisville is still it's, in the Big it's East. It's so hard to tell these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Big East still <laughs> exists. Yeah. This year. I think in another couple of years, they will not be getting the auto bid, though. They lose the auto bid when we move to the four-team playoff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Participation award. <laughs> Everybody wins. Capital One Bowl and Outback Bowl. The SEC thanked the Big Ten for coming out for these bowls. <laughs> Georgia beat uh, Nebraska 45-31. South Carolina beat Michigan 33-28. The Big Ten played two of SEC's best teams uh, tough for almost a whole game. Oh, yeah. Wow. Leaving many to applaud their efforts for playing in difficult matchups. I know. I lost money on the Michigan-South Carolina game. Oh, really? You took you I took had the South points. Carolina minus six, which I would have won if South Carolina they missed a two-point conversion at the end, right? Uh, I don't No, I don't think Didn't so. Didn't they? they all right, well, I, either way, I was pretty close. Google it, people. There. Yeah. Well, got I, the internet. I want to say, speaking of Michigan, in particular, they did an excellent job of showing up this year. They played <laughs> games against number one Alabama, yep. number four Notre Dame, AP number three, Ohio State, and number seven, South Carolina. They lost them all, but arrived <laughs> at the stadium promptly to play some very challenging teams. Yes. That's good. Because go, tardiness is unacceptable once you're in college. You can't be tardy. No. No, tardy people end up working at the muffler shop. It's just the opposite. Once you get to college, you can be tardy. Joel. Don't take attendance anymore. Like, uh, in high that's school. why you're working at the muffler shop. <laughs> okay. There's no counter-argument for that. He's right. Most Rich Rodriguez Bowl game. <laughs> Gilden, New Mexico Bowl. Arizona 49, Nevada 48. Well, it's common sense. Nobody believes in the phrase, if you score the most points, you win more than Rich Rodriguez. <laughs> Arizona was down 45-28 entering the fourth quarter. He's known for his fly-hying offenses. Fly-hying. High-flying <laughs> offenses. Uh, there was a joke somewhere. High-flying offenses. And often higher flying offenses of his opponents. Yeah. The Wildcats scored two touchdowns in the final 46 minutes. And if you watch this one, it was a hoot at the end. It was an absolute hoot. How did they, you, two, you mean last 46 seconds? Oh, did I say minutes? Yeah, for last 46 seconds. Because uh, two, two touchdowns in the last 46 minutes, not actually that impressive. No, no, that's no, true. I, I could probably do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, there was an onside kick with a, a minute left and a touchdown with 19 seconds left, which, of course, is plenty of time for a Rich Rod defense to get scored upon. <laughs> um, after the game, Rich Rodriguez called it one of the best wins of his career, the latest and greatest so far. 
That's right. He's talking about the Guild of New Mexico Bowl. <laughs> Dudes won a Sugar Bowl. Okay. Yep. Uh, he's been, I guess, but I guess beating Nevada in Santa Fe is, is yeah. pretty sweet. Good Santa Fe. Him. I mean, probably a lot of lot of home Nevada fans going to yeah. show up for that one. Not too far. And good salsa. The Forgettable. <laughs> the GoDaddy.com Bowl. Yeah. And this is because I didn't watch it. <laughs> and you can't forget something that you've never known. Well, I, f- I forgot to. See, here's the thing. I, I'll watch your shitty bowl. I love bowl games. I oh, love yeah. bowl season. I, like I said, the, the Guild of New Mexico Bowl, that was the first bowl game of the year. I watched that. That was <laughs> December 15th at, yeah. at 9 a.m. I woke up early to watch that. It was a Saturday. <laughs> uh, but but the problem was, well, there's two great teams. You had Kent State, the Golden Flashes, yeah. and the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Great team names, right? Yeah. yeah. The problem is... Oh, I did watch part of this. The problem is, it was the Sunday uh, before the national championship and after a week of great bowl games. Yeah. So I'll watch your shitty bowl game when it's part of the building up process. Yeah. yeah. But now that I've seen, I've seen the Orange Bowl, I watched the Sugar Bowl, I watched, you know, New Year's Day. Now I'm less enthused about Arkansas State versus Kent State. Wow. I saw that in a bar. It was just sort of like, Really? Really? This, yeah. This is the one you're going to cram between – what was the one before that? It was like Oregon and uh... – Friday was the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Saturday was the BVAA Compass Bowl. Jesus. Yeah, it was Pitt and Mississippi, Ole Miss. Yeah. But basically, my thing, hey, you put your shitty bowl before yeah. New Year's Day. Shitty yeah. bowls go early. And I'll watch it. Yeah. All right. Tardy slip. Uh oh. <laughs> Slash too cool for school bowl. <laughs> the Hyundai Sun Bowl. That's the Detroit pronunciation. Hyundai. <laughs> uh, Georgia Tech 21, USC 7. USC started the season with sky high expectations. Yeah, ranked number were, one. Yeah. And, and they finished 7 and 5, were selected in the Sun Bowl. They were unhappy. Lost to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Be- Ouch. Before the game, a week before the game, uh, a player, a USC player, tweeted Georgia Tech? El Paso, Texas, New Year's Eve, <laughs> FML. <laughs> yeah, that means fudge my liver. It does. <laughs> now, now, of course, the they put these words into action by how else? Being classless assholes, uh, non participation demerit. <laughs> USC did not show up for the annual Sun Bowl dinner. Which Ooh. is with Georgia Tech and other fans. Oh my god! They arrived ninety minutes late. By by which time Georgia Tech had already gotten pissed that they didn't show up, and it, they left. They waited around for like uh, ninety minutes. They left, and then USC showed up. How presumably does entire, wearing douchey sunglasses? How does right. an entire football team show up ninety minutes late? Once you're in college, you shouldn't be showing up tardy. You should be working at the muffler shop if that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> all these kids are gonna be working at the <laughs> working muffler shop. All at the USC, muffler shop. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they didn't show up for the Sun Bowl either. They lost 21-7. And this is what happens when you go 7-5 and five and you have shitty bowl tie-ins. Yeah. Lesson learned. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sport! Weird sports. 
Say, Phil, Yeah. what has your tireless preparation given us today for weird sports? Well, this week's weird sport, <laughs> lawnmower racing. <laughs> okay. I think. What do I, you mean, okay? I think I know what this is. What? It, is people racing lawnmowers? Uh, possibly. <laughs> lawnmower racing is a form of motorsport in which competitors race modified lawnmowers. Usually the ride-on or self-propelled variety. None of those mowers with the little choppy blades that you push and the choppy blades spin because the wheels spin. Hey, they never run out of gas. Uh, <sighs> yeah, but they also make your arms tired and you can't race them. That's a, that's a fair point. We actually never had one of those. I always had a self-propelled mower. Oh, so. look at Richie Rich over here. Look at this guy and all his money. Money, well, it man. What's the first thing Jordan said so far in Weird Sports? <laughs> <laughs> He's just been sitting there silently. I, was saying, I said okay. Well I, yeah. well, I was actually fixated on motorsport. It's a motorsport in which people... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah. It's got to be a... Mo- if it's not a motorsport and it's self-propelled lawnmowers, then they're made of magic. So how, how are they modified? All right. Well, let me tell you. The original mower or engines are retained, but the blades... Removed for safety. Probably a good idea. <laughs> good idea. So eliminates much of what I think would make it an interesting sport, but right, which is where like you put uh, like quartz or like diamonds in the way, and then when the blades hit them, they fly off, and then they chop oh, yeah, other yeah, rocks. Also, just the potential for the blades chopping people's stuff off. It's like sure. Ben Hur with the chariot. Why do you races. say stuff? You make it sound like you're talking about genitalia when you say oh, I that. Didn't, I just meant it could be fingers, it could be toes, it could be hands. It it's going to be, be if it's anything. It's going to be toes. What goes yeah. underneath a lawnmower? Sometimes hands. Well, yeah. When you try to unclog it, cut his hand in a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it happens. It happens. He was he was he was putting in a newly sharpened blade. Oh, yeah. Oof. Cut his tendon right across the finger. That'll you get sharpened you. your mower blades. Yeah. We just we rolled. <laughs> oh man, you gotta take it to Weingarts. Yeah. Get it after the winter. Get it. Get it rebuffed. Get the. Get it. You know, new oil and all that. Anyway, it really <laughs> does make your lawnmower inefficient if you're not sharpening. And, and here's the thing. If, if you're into lawnmower racing, I would assume after the long winter, mm-hmm. you got to take it in and get it get it checked out for the races. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Uh, guess what ages this sport attracts? Uh, Old. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say 34 to 58. It attracts Retired. all ages. <laughs> that was this a trick question. <laughs> all ages. And it's usually entered into a spirit of fun rather than extreme competitiveness, though many participants do take it seriously. Now, okay, I, I should ask again. Uh, is this, are you racing to, oh, because you take the blades out. Never mind. I was going to say, that's the, only, that's the one thing that bothers me is that the, the part of the lawnmower is the blade. Right. I feel like it should be a race like you, you, you all have patches to mow. And whoever finishes mowing first, and then there'd be like a time deduction if you missed any. That reminds me of like a game that rich people would play just to mess with the help. Like, <laughs> let's see who can mow the lawn the fastest. I would say that reminds me of a game I played when I mowed grandma's lawn. Yeah. It's called Get It Done As Quickly <laughs> yeah. As Possible. Well, no, and her being, you missed a spot. You didn't get close enough to the compost heap. Oh, well, I didn't <laughs> want to get close to the compost heap. <laughs> well, that, that's the, the, the true skill of mowing. We had a lot of trees in my yard. Oh, man. that made it tricky. I had a shed. I had a garden. I had a uh, a grapevine area. Oh, that's... which bees everywhere. Yeah, got to get in between the post and the the metal. Uh, you know, we always had yellow jackets like that lived in under our lawn. Wow. We, we once once one summer we discovered my brother was allergic to bees. Like <laughs> he comes running back in. He goes and talks to my mom. She goes, "Hang on, I have to take your brother to urgent care. He got stung by a bee." 
Uh, and then she leaves, and I'm like, that little shit is trying to get out of mowing the lawn, and it looks like it's going to work. Then he came back, and he had hives all up and down his back. I felt terrible. Ah, what a sucker. Yeah. Well, did the bees then live in those hives that were on his no. back? No. Oh, it was a different kind of hive, Phil. Yeah. Oh, homophone. Like, like, like an allergic reaction. Yeah. Two words uh, spelled the same, pronounced the same, mean different things. Yep. All right, the sport was uh, independently invented in uh, a few different places. What you don't say. Yeah, it's not because they were influenced by each other. They were just independently invented. In the United Kingdom, it was 1973 uh, in the Cricketer's Arm Pub in Westboro Green, not far from the town of Horsham, in West Sussex, England, our good friend West Sussex. A lot of our weird sports were founded there. Yep. A group of young men were bemoaning the prohibitive costs of getting involved in any kind of motorsport. <laughs> uh, so instead of paying all that money buying a drag racing car, they spent all their money forming the British Lawnmower Racing Association. And shortly thereafterwards, the Northwest Lawnmower Racing Association was formed. And they had people to combat against. Splinter faction? Yeah. Yeah, splinter faction. Was it ever independently invented in the United States? We mow a lot of lawn here. Uh, It was More lawn than they do in Britain. It was independently invented in a bunch of places in the United States. But first and foremost, the most important one and the first one is the 12 Mile 500. It's a lawnmower race that's been held in the uh, small town of small or 12 Mile, Indiana. Uh, it started in 1963 as a race for factory-built mowers. I'm sorry, is the name of the town 12 Mile? Yeah. Fucking Indiana, man. They, they can't, can't come up with, what was it? You can't come up with a better name than 12 Mile? Well, uh, Eminem had a movie called Eight Mile. It was a road. That's, that's a road. <laughs> yeah, but five, f- uh, four more sequels, and he'll be doing Twelve Mile. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> oh, I still got, have to capture yet another moment. My mom's spaghetti. Slips. My mom's spaghetti. My palms are sweaty. Yet again, eight mom's spaghetti. I'm nervous <laughs> I'm still. Just saying, you literally just pick a mayor, any yep. mayor, and you name the town after him, and it's better than Twelve Mile. Yeah. We really haven't talked much about the sport this <laughs> no, time. We haven't. Well, let me tell you something about it. Lawnmower racing should not be confused with go-karting. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would never do that. You know why totally it might be? Totally different. Little why? known fact, a lot of go-karts, not just something you throw turtle shells out of. Also, most uh, go-karts have lawnmower engines in them. Uh-huh. It's a popular kind of engine. But go-karts are using go-kart bodies, and lawnmower races use lawnmower bodies. That's a That's a... It's a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the difference between truck racing and car racing. <laughs> yes, it is, actually. That's that's a, that's a good... A thank you. <laughs> uh, also, and go-karts are exclusively raced on uh, flat surfaces, and lawnmowers are always raced off-road. Right. Always On, on lawns, raced. I yeah. would hope. Well, on lawns and dirt tracks You gotta You got to, like, circle around trees and stuff? No, they're like tracks. They're honest-to-God tracks. they got hay bales on the side, like dirt patches again it seems like if you were racing mowers you'd want to race like oh like you want to race through people's yards yeah i'm imagining a stadium that looks not unlike wimbledon yeah but for for lawnmower racing yeah yeah and obstacles yeah and like and there would be a hose somewhere and if you went over it you would automatically lose oh that'd be awesome (laughs) then water sprayed all over you and went you're all wet and you'd be like oh god damn it i mowed over the hose yeah it was also invented independently in north carolina They've been running it since the summer of 1984 at the North Wilkesboro Rotary Club. Uh, Get it? Rotary Club? It's a lawnmower? 
Well, it's sanctioned by the <laughs> Allegheny Mower Racing Association. Uh, there's a track at the Wilkes County Agricultural Fairground. The Wilkes County Agricultural Fairground. I'm going to be honest with you guys. If, if my life reaches the point where I find myself at the Wilkes County Agricultural Fairground, I might be a little upset. I bet. Oh, that I thought lot. you were going to say you will have made it. That's yeah, how you I know did. you'll made it. I bet that a lot of uh, kids in that area, like that's where they get their first kiss. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like the kind of place right. where they're like, I remember we were 13 years old at the Wilkes County Agricultural Fairground, and I kissed my uncle. I had just won the juniors division <laughs> lawnmower racing. Yeah, damn near cut my hand off, even though there's no blades in it. But uncle, uncle Zeke took notice for the first time. Speaking of white trash, <laughs> Australia also invented it. I was dreamt up in a small country pub in Harrietsville, Victoria in 1978. Five men challenged each other to a race around local hills of the area Hello. after an alcohol-related argument. You don't say. Yep. Do they have lawns? I thought Australia was just desert. No, the outback is. There's actually some very beautiful uh, places with lawns. Okay. I mean, if you think about New Zealand, the stereotype of New Zealand is kind of sprawling yeah. meadows. That's right off the Australian coast. True. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I'm not going to get that much further into Australia because it's all the same shit. In pop <laughs> culture, Lawnmower Racing Mania 2007. Anyone remember that? I do remember that. Xbox game. I know. They, oh. they had all of those Lawnmower Racing pogs that came out. Yeah. Yeah. It's... uh. It was a bit. It was a big Xbox game, a major release by EV Interactive. The uh, game did okay, and it was officially licensed by the U.S. Lawnmower Racing Association. So they got a little scratch right there. That is a payday. <laughs> yeah, that is some person who pitched an idea at a uh, video game meeting and did not expect it to go anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was developed. Um, that is the. I'm guessing the best thing that's ever happened to the U.S. Lawnmower Racing Association. Yeah, probably. Uh, TV shows lawnmower racing was featured in. Uh, there's uh, two that are very obvious. Two out of the three they list. Uh, tool time? Or uh, no, home yeah, improvement. home improvement. That's number one. That's one of the very obvious ones. What's okay. the other one where it's very obvious if you think about it? Uh, Lawnmowers USA? No, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon on Fox. Oh, oh King, King of the Hill. Yeah. King of the Hill, yes. And then also it was in Yes, Dear, but nobody watched that. <laughs> uh, and it was also in the movie The Prince and Me. Never saw that movie, but apparently a lot more racing heavily featured. Hmm. So, Is that the one where Hugh Jackman comes from back in time? The romantic comedy? Probably. So and he they, comes back in time to race yep. lawnmowers. I have yeah. to go in a lawnmower race <laughs> to win my pride. Well, it makes sense. You get the, the Hugh Jackman's like the proper British guy, and he has to race lawnmowers. That's your basic comic just juxtaposition. Does anyone else, when you hear the name Hugh, Hugh Jackman, <laughs> think Hugh Ackman? <laughs> yeah. Like, it sounds like everyone's saying the word huge and then Ackman. I'll go on record and say I think Hugh is like one of the worst names ever because of that. Because it has this this absurdly soft vowel ending that almost anything that follows it sounds funny and that comes to an end another <laughs> weird sports <laughs> citizens of podcast land this brings to the close another sports 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 podcast before we go Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, 
3 podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching Sports 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 Podcast, your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search Sports 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 Podcast. You can find us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash comedy podnet. That's youtube.com slash comedy podnet. You can find us on uh, iTunes by uh, searching Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. When you're there, please rate and review. You can also find us on comedypodcastnetwork.com. It's got all our back episodes, and you can friend us. You okay there, Phil? Yeah, I lost my right. rhythm lost about halfway rhythm? through, and I had lost to maintain by jumping into a character. Don't take this the wrong way. That was the worst contact that info you have ever felt done. I, about halfway through, I knew I was doing wrong. Which speaks speaks to how well you normally do it, Phil. Yeah, but, I know. I screwed yeah. up. Hey, happens to everybody. You, you really Notre Dame that, that, that contact info, but uh, lights up. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.